What's good, all you great, great, wonderful, fantastic individuals out there in the universe? It is October 27th, Tuesday, and I feel like the weather is nice today. I went outside on the balcony, and it says it's 69 degrees, and uh, with me being in Austin, which has uh, very much so been hell when it comes to the heat and other things for the past uh, couple of months actually since may to be specific 69 degrees is a welcomed temperature um however that's not the important business of today the important business of today is that um we have a story to finish don't we so, and I, I promised that we would, so, um, per the usual, I am your host of Creatively Disrespectful, D.Mitri, and let's get into part two. So, as I mentioned yesterday... The event itself in Waco was great. Now, there's a couple of things I do want to say about the house, though. Um, Both the house and the cabin. So the house itself was glorious. It was beautiful. Um, Definitely an estate house. Definitely looked like it used to be an old plantation house. And there was a small little house on the yard area next to the courtyard, to be specific. Um, that I actually ended up using for my last day's service because they had a picnic lunch outside and they didn't want the food to be out on the table because uh, they figured um, because of bugs. However, though, it did give me an idea and I do want to purchase a elaborate picnic basket uh, soon to have for next summer for some summer events that I can do if I can get little mini picnic baskets that would be cool too but I digress that is not what we're supposed to be talking about so uh, that little house uh, going into it I couldn't help but think even looking at it from the outside that with this house looking like a plantation home I couldn't help but think that this was probably like a little slave house at some point and that really makes you look at things just vastly differently and um, just imagining what it would have to have been like to work in such a much smaller location circumference and with the most menial of conditions and figure out how to make stuff work and when I really think about that in context I think about really what my entire career has been like like majority of my culinary career has been me making shit work and pulling things out of the grips of the earth because either people are down talking what I do or being very degrading and condescending and uh, just downright disrespectful or I'm ending up in situations that all need to be fixed and uh, they expect me to fix it when I get there and I end up doing that. I fix things, I do things a better way only to still be treated like trash. And so it just kind of puts certain things in 
context um, that way. But nonetheless, like I said, the event itself was great. And so it's the last day. I'm doing the brunch, lunch, brunch. <laughs> I had brunch and lunch that day. I'm so sorry. And so uh, after the picnic lunch, I had told myself that um, I was going to go and drive to Louisiana to surprise my mother. And from where we were staying at in the cabin, that was a four and a half hour drive. But it was like, yeah, I'm super tired. I've been working all weekend, but whatever. I'm going to go do it. And so uh, I had packed up everything that I needed to leave the cabin before I had left besides my dog, her water bowl, and I was going to take my backpack off the couch that had my laptop and some other stuff in it, but I chose not to to have somewhere to put her water bowl before we left. That's important for this reason and this reason only. I was so ready to go. That cabin had spooked me out the night before. And like I said, I didn't get any rest. My dog didn't get any rest. Like I'm just completely and utterly exhausted. And so when I got there, I got there, I parked the car, um, I left it running. <laughs> I hopped out. I went and opened the side of the cabin where my dog was. And I was like, Tyra, come on, let's go. And so I grabbed her bowl, ran out, ushered her to come out, put her in the car and spit out of there. <sighs> so remember the items that I listed earlier that I had left there? Dog. Bowl backpack so we hit the road and uh man we hit the road and I'm dead tired but trying to keep myself as energized as possible and just trucking along the way and drinking super coffees I am a huge fan of super coffees my favorite flavor just FYI to everybody is mocha latte mocha latte is that jam followed shortly by hazelnut latte and between those and just pure adrenaline and sheer fright from the days before of being in this cabin in general for the small time that we were I'm on the road and I'm going and then all of a sudden out of nowhere in my head something says backpack 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 and I pull over at the gas station, look through the back of the truck, and as I thought, my backpack was not there. And I went into freakout mode. So I call my mother, and I'm slightly hysterical, but not really hysterical, just way more stressed than I should be. And I say, so I tell her that I left my backpack in the cabin, and she says, well, just go back. Like, she's like, how far are you out? And I said, she was like, just go back. Because for her, in her head, she thinks that I'm driving home, which is just a two-hour drive. So flipping back and going back is not too bad. And then I say to her, but I'm an hour from you. And she's like, you're an hour from me? I say, yeah. And so I'm freaking out. And I'm like, I'm going to have to. She's like, well, you can call them. Call them and let them know. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. Told you. 69 degrees. <laughs> 61, whatever it is. 60, 60 something. I've already forgotten. And so 
she says call them the owners of the cabin let them know and I said you know what I just don't trust I don't think that they live out close there at all I feel like they live somewhere in Austin that's kind of normally what happens out here and I don't trust that I would get my backpack back so the plan was okay the plan I get back I get to my mom's and she's like well you need to sleep for a couple of hours I said this is what I'm gonna do I said I feel like if I sleep for a couple of hours get up super early in the morning if you come with me then I'll drive the four and a half hours back get my backpack um and then um come back here well that's what I was planning to do because I wanted to surprise my mom, but another reason why I wanted to go back is because one of my cousins was in town that I have not seen in like five or six years. And he was only in town for a small amount of time and I wanted to get to my mother's sleep and then drive over to see him. (sighs) And unfortunately that did not happen. And it sucks, man, because I was so excited for that like that was really something that I wanted to do and the fact that I did not get to do that absolutely sucks so okay (laughs) all right so we do that get up four o'clock in the morning fill up the car hit the ground running get over there literally I'm driving up the hill and my mom sees the location and she's like uh yeah no I wouldn't have wanted to stay here either the grass isn't cut like why isn't the grass cut in front of this cabin like it is in front of all the other cabins and there's no fence back here so like anybody can come back your own property and yeah no I get it I understand I wouldn't have wanted to stay here either and so like there was that and so because of that (laughs) like she agreed with me about me like fleeing from the cabin and all of that and literally like I said my backpack was right there on the couch where I left it fleeing like a bitch and I got my backpack got back in the car and I said I'm tired I'm so tired I said and so my mom was like let's just go home like how about you drive the two and a half two hours and 15 minutes from there and go bash your storage drop all your dishes and all that stuff off and then just go to the house and so that is what I did uh, we drove on in, stopped at Bucky's. Shout out to Bucky's, best place on the planet. Uh, halfway through, and um, yeah, I went to my storage, unpacked everything, had to go to another store to do something else, and then came on home. And uh, went to sleep. <laughs> I think I slept that whole Monday afternoon did a good amount of sleeping going up into Tuesday and um, then after that it was just kind of rinse and repeat of hanging out with my mother watched a bunch of crazy television I'm a huge fan of the challenge now um, which we will get into why I like it so much later because I feel like that's another story that I need to tell that will make it make more sense but um it is v- 
very, very that. Um, I hung out with my mom all week. Uh, we talked about life. We had a lot of life talks. Uh, I let her listen to certain things that I did here and there. Um, and like, uh, watched some TV, caught up on things. And, you know, I realized in the week of spending time with my mother, how much I like and need to do that as often as possible. Since it's just now me and my mom. And I mean, it's always, or at least for a good amount of time when I was younger, it was me and my mom. But I had a lot of what I will now call misplaced anger for so long because um, I felt like the situation between her and my dad, like that they just left me. And like, because of that, it's just, it always felt devastating and painful. And I always felt like I just got left like they never and now as an adult on the other side I'm like adults are literally just like there's no rule book for growing up and people do what they feel like they have to do and they can do and that's and that's it and I feel like my parents did the best of the circumstances and the situation they, they were in at the time with the tools that they had and that's that's all it could that's all it can really be um I see that now but it took being an adult myself to to realize that that's what happens and relationships are hard and I'm pretty sure marriage is even harder and when things don't work they just don't work and that's really I guess the gist of that and so I carried a lot of anger toward my mom and toward my dad for a long amount of time and it took a very long time for me and my dad to get our relationship on uh, the level that it became uh, way before he passed but it took a long time and a lot of work and conscious unconscious work I will say Um, but in reference to my mother everything has been like a conscious effort and I started to really cherish the time spent with my mom even more so now. Like, cause we can do the simplest of things together and it is the best time ever. She really is my best friend. And I cherish this relationship in this time. So, so much more. So, uh, yeah. I learned a valuable lesson about booking a cabin in the woods. We will never do that like that again. Um, I did not read all the details. I read some of the details, but I did not read fully. And I think that there were some important things that I skipped over. But then I also felt like there were some things that weren't really listed in the description as it should have been. And I also take into account that, you know, no one else thinks about a black person being out in the middle of the woods but the black person that's out there in the middle of the woods. So it was lessons learned. (laughs) Um, But we made it back here safely. Spent time with my mom. Tyra was a little traumatized for a couple of days afterwards, but she's getting back to her normal self now. So don't y'all worry. Um, Till the next time, you guys. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. We're going to talk about the challenge next time. I really want to talk about the challenge. 
super super want to talk about the challenge with y'all because it folds into some other stuff that's going on so bye